A journalist must investigate a mysterious videotape which seems to cause the death of anyone one week to the day after they view it. This movie taught us an important lesson. Sometimes it's better to just let unknown videotapes remain unwatched. But on the bright side, I don't think the tape is available on Netflix or Hulu, so we should all be fine. Get your popcorn ready, or if you're in your car, maybe pick yourself up a little Starbucks. You're going to need a little sweet treat as we dive into one of the most iconic films of the early 2000s, The Ring. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. I watched the tape. Before you die, you see the ring. The images on the tape are leading us somewhere. Did he show you the horses? Don't you understand, Rachel? Tell me, Liz. What is it you think you know? Welcome to another episode of the Chamber of Chills. I'm Cameron. And I'm Adam. And today, as uh, pre-trailer me said, we are going to be talking about a classic. Oh, yes. Absolute banger. Banger of a film. <laughs> yes, today we are talking about The Ring. Are we just diving? I say we dive. I always ask you if it's time to dive. <laughs> and every time I know the answer, I just have to like make I'm sure. I'm like, no, wait, actually, actually I don't no. want to dive yet. Let's just sit right here. Um, yeah. All right. Dive into this well. Let's... <laughs> this film is ranked number 35 out of 50 on mm. our top 50 horror films of all time Crazy. list. It is The Ring, as we have said already. Oh. Yeah, it's called The Ring. It uh, came out in 2002, and it is classified as a horror slash mystery. Mm. It's rated PG-13, which I found interesting. Pretty wild. I guess it kind of checks out. But Yeah. The director, did you used to look into this guy? A little bit. Yeah. Dude. So, Gore Verbinski, three other films he did. He did the whole Pirates franchise. Crazy. Which is really cool. So off the cuff. Yeah. Not, I, like, I never would have made that connection. Uh, he also did The Lone Ranger, also starring Johnny Depp. And then he did A Cure for Wellness, which is another horror movie that we considered for the list. But So wild. The writer for this film was Aaron Kruger. Star cast members, we have Nick. Wow. I was going to start her name off. Just so wrong. Naomi Watts as Rachel, Martin mm. Henderson as Noah, and Brian Cox as Richard Morgan. As far as awards go, it won top box office film at the ASCAP Awards, as well as the best horror film at the Saturn Awards. It was also nominated for best actress and best makeup at the Saturn Awards. Interesting. Yep. Ratings, we have a 7.1 from IMDb. And on Rotten Tomatoes, a good 71%, which is interesting. 7.1, 71. Yeah, wow. That's too Shoot. perfect. It's cursed. Letterbox. It's written. <laughs> it's scripted. <laughs> Letterbox, 3.3 out of 5 stars. And then as far as financials go, the budget for the film was about $48 million, which is uh, around $82 million today. And then for the global box office, it made $249 million, which is about $426 million today. That is wild. Yeah. 
pretty crazy. Four hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, and that's a huge budget. It too. really is for especially for like a horror film. I, I know. Like. Interesting. And then last but not least, filming took about twelve weeks. Three months, not too bad. I mean, they had a lot of locations too. Yeah, they did. So good for them. Thank you for those film details. <sighs> You're welcome. I'll be is here all day. It, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will you? Uh, maybe. Is it time for mm. some summarization? I believe so. Summarization if only we had Aaron. someone here to summarize. I know. I wish somebody had written notes <laughs> to do a summary. Wait, Adam. Wait, did, I did it. That's you. That's me. I'll do it. Sweet. Boom. Okay. Film summary, The Rain, 2002. Delves into the chilling tale of a cursed videotape that spells doom for its viewers, promising death seven days after watching, as Cameron already so well put. The narrative unfolds with Rachel Keller, a determined journalist, investigating the bizarre death of her niece and stumbling upon the urban legend of the tape. Skeptical but intrigued, Rachel's disbelief is shattered when she watches the tape and receives the ominous phone call foretelling her demise in a week. Driven by desperation and the clock ticking, Rachel embarks on a harrowing journey to break the curse. Her investigation investigation leads her to the eerie history of the tape and its connection to Samara Morgan, a young girl with a troubled past and supernatural abilities, who is tragically mistreated and ultimately met a grim fate. As the narrative weaves through eerie discoveries and sinister revelations, Rachel uncovers the dark truth about Samara's life and death. She learns that the tape serves as a vehicle for Samara's vengeful spirit, seeking acknowledgement and release from her tormented existence. In a race against time, Rachel must piece together the puzzle of Samara's tragic story in hopes of finding a way to save herself and her son, who also falls victim to the tape's curse. The journey is fraught with supernatural encounters, psychological twists, and a pervasive sense of dread, leading to a climactic confrontation with the truth behind the curse. Also, just a big spoiler alert, there's a massive twist in this film. Oh, yeah. And I remember the first time watching it and being like, no! I know, it's so sad. It's so sad, and I think we should just ruin it for everyone. All right. So if you haven't watched it, turn it off now. Leave! Leave now. Okay, the twist. So at the very end... They think that they have broken the curse just by taking, finding Samara's body in the well and removing it and burying her body. Yep. And then the next day, because Rachel doesn't die, so they're like, we broke the curse. And then the next day, Noah is in his apartment and boom, the TV comes on and you're like, wait. And then freaking Samara comes out of the TV, kills Noah, and you're like, what? I know. And then you come to find out that the only reason the curse was broken was because Rachel copied the original tape and had her son watch it. Uh, well, didn't have her son watch it, but he found the yeah. copied tape and watched it. So somebody watching a copy that you made is the only way that you are alive. <laughs> yep. Which, crazy. And, like, creative. I was watching it the other day when we were rewatching, And I, like, couldn't remember, like, how... It happened because I, I remembered that he died yeah. at the end, but I was like, wait, Same. how did she break? Like, how did she live and not him? And anyways, then I was like, ah, oh, the copy. You got to make a copy and pass it on to somebody else to get rid of the curse. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Super interesting. Thank you for that summary. Of course. Is it time to dance? It is time to get jiggy with it. Ooh. 
and, and the breaky bally. The breaky. <laughs> Breakdown Ballroom, where we will go through our guidelines for what classifies a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Starting with our favorite scenes. Ooh. <gasps> Take it away. Okay. I'm lame. Yep. All right. Yep. It's been a while. Do I it. haven't said the intro in Do a while. It. And I put the intro. I did too. Okay. Well, that makes me feel we're, better. We're in it together. So just diving right into the plot. I love it. Yeah. It felt like somewhat reminiscent of 80s horror intros. Like Scream. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, totally. It kind of gave me that vibe. Yeah. These teenagers kind of like It joking. feels a lot like the start of a Scream film. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. I just loved how you just immediately thrown into it in a different story that spikes the plot. Yes. Forward. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What kind of tape? A tape. A regular tape. People run it. I don't know. You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. Then suddenly, this woman comes on, smiling at you, right? Seeing you through the screen. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. Someone knows you've watched it. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. And exactly seven days later, Somebody from Rivera. Who told you? What's your problem? I've watched it. It's a story, Katie. No, me and Josh, we saw it last weekend. I thought you were with your parents. Uh, I wanted to tell you. You were with Josh all Some of his friends got this this place up in the mountains. They were trying to record a football game. I guess the reception was so bad. What are you talking about? Listen to me! When we played the tape, the game wasn't there. It, It was... What was it? Something else. I also appreciate, and that you can't do this obviously in the Scream films, but something that I appreciated here, and I've talked about in other episodes, not showing Samara, Samara. I'm gonna butcher her name. Wait, I'm sure. what did I say? Samara, Samara. What do you? I don't know. I think I've I been said, saying Samara, but I think it is Samara. I don't know. I'm stupid. Either one. Just I don't, don't know. listen to me. I always pronounce names <laughs> wrong. So I can very. But what did I say? I said like Can the other day or something. Um, <laughs> Dude, I said Kane. I've been saying Canes for so long. I, so. That's what I thought it was too. Anyways, with this whole tangent, not showing Samara at the beginning was interesting, and I appreciated that because like I loved Katie's death because she yeah. opens the door, and then it just like quickly zooms on her face, and you see like that distortion already start to happen, and. But it doesn't show, like, you know, yeah. really anything. And I thought that was kind of fun. So Very mysterious. A little mysterious. One might and say. <laughs> cherry on top. Also, that quick shot at a couple scenes later of, of Katie's, Katie's body. body. That's oh, exactly what I put next My too. gosh. So creepy. I remember when I was younger, that scene, like, really stuck with okay, me. Okay. not terrifying. Yeah, not lingering on that shot was so... Perfect. Yes, Just, I agree. We've already talked about this, but like fast glimpses of horrifying imagery yeah. is way more unsettling than just full-blown showing it in a scene. Totally. And it was disturbing. It was a quick cut. Yeah, too. and it almost in a way like lingers because it was so quick. Like your brain is like forced to just reflect on like, wait, what? Yeah. What was that? Can you imagine being the makeup crew? Dude, and then you yeah. see the final cut and you're like, wait, oh, yeah, that was it? That took me six hours. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but that was so good. Oh, yeah. Very, very creepy. That's just good directing yeah, and editing. Totally. 
Yeah, I also said that. I said the actual tape itself. Oh my gosh. Did you say that? That was my next one. To be copied. Look at us. Um, Just pretty grotesque and fascinating imagery. Yeah. The change between the bugs crawling around each other, switching to people crawling. Oh my gosh. Was like, to me, the wildest part of the whole thing. It was so subtle. It felt very surrealistic. Totally, yeah. It was like a surrealistic film. Yeah, which honestly, I would say it was kind of like ahead of the time because yeah. like right now that's a very popular like i went to a museum kind of like that called meow wolf mm. where it's very surreal but in like 2002 that was pretty cool yeah. like it was very artsy in a way and so i i really liked it it's very creepy very effective so i totally agree i'm sure like that was fun to make for them too because they could just yeah just throw anything they imagery. want yeah but it had to it was still symbolic too like the, yeah she you know rachel discovers later which right. was cool my next one, I said Rachel waking up and then finding Aiden in front of the TV. Oh, dude. And the tape is like in the last like three, four mm. seconds. And it just turns off and then she screams. You're like, oh my gosh. Like, because it just like takes it there. Because you were already kind of with Rachel. Like, what is going on? What's the story? And But now there's like extra because Aiden now is cursed by the tape. So yeah. it's like oh my gosh, now she's got to really figure this out or else they're all dead. It ups the stakes by like 10, yeah. 10 to 1,000. Totally. <laughs> I totally agree. And like you kind of get chills in that scene because you're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just now, a this little just boy. So yeah. yeah, terrible. I did say before that I, I liked the nightmare scene with the rope in Rachel's throat and yeah. Samara and the chair. Um. We love a good nightmare sequence, you know, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Haven't had one of those in a while. So. <laughs> had to just bring it up. Yeah. Anything goes. Mine's kind of jumping a little bit. So does mine. Um, I said the well when she fell down. Okay. Because I liked at that point, I remember, and I don't know if it's like all in that one moment. I can't remember, but I do like how they kind of tie up a lot of the loose ends there and they kind of show you what happened to Samara. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Just seeing kind of how terrible they treated her you know the parents yeah what are you talking um, about they were so great yeah <laughs> and like her fingernails like being oh. lodged in the the stone and it was very it was very creepy but just kind of gives you a little sense of like oh all right it also though like we were saying about the twist it sets up the twist well because after it, it feels very conclusive to the point where totally. you're like oh man it's all over like thank goodness they did it so i think it just sets up well yeah, I completely agree. I put the same thing and I made the same comment about the fingernails and the scratch marks on the walls. It's just Dude, unsettling. I know. On the same track. My goodness. I, I will mean, say, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's really, I, I could see though, like this movie of all I know. Them being very, there's only like certain points that really like stand, stand out. Stand so. out, yeah. That are iconic for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that though, I did make a little note of the barn scene. Because oh, yeah. I just thought it was kind of sickening finding out where the dad kept. Samara in that little room in the barn with the big ladder, which is where you find out that's the symbol, you know? Yeah. And you kind of start to feel bad for Samara. Yeah. And that's where you, that's the moment you start to feel, you know, sympathy for her. But it's, yeah. Yeah. Then you find out, oh my gosh. Was she like a bad, like, omen basically on the island? Like, she was like, because I know when she was not a normal child, this is obviously like there are reasons why her parents treated the, her the way they did. But yeah. that was one thing I I didn't take away, or maybe I missed it at some point. 
But one was thing, she like, was she just a normal little girl or is she like terrible or like haunted in some way? Like Apparently like, she was supernatural. Okay. And I made a note of that like later on, but something about she could project images from her mind onto things. Oh, which is I why there's that like that, that whole tree burned into the wall. Like she did that with uh, her mind. So man. I know which okay it, they only allude to it, which I'm like I'm kind of glad they only allude to it because I think it could have gotten cheesy. If yeah, they tried totally. to get it too into the weeds on that, but okay. that's why they were they have those like little images. Uh-huh. But I'm sure we both put. I only have one more. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the climax. <laughs> yes, with Noah. Yeah, dude. There's only one part of that scene. And I'm sure you, I'm sure you know that I, what I'm going to say that I don't like. Maybe you don't. Wait, uh, I'm trying to think through the scene. <sighs> I say it all the time about monsters and. Oh, was it showing her face? Yes, the smile. Yes, yeah, the or not smirk. smile. She like makes she like, like a smirks. Yeah, yeah. But that whole scene and then Noah freaking out. And it was just so good because you're yeah. just pissed off. She's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, the water like following, yeah. like dripping off of her. Like she was soaked. And it was just so cool how she like crawls yeah. through the TV and the water has the perspiration on it. And Well, I just remember that first time seeing it and you see his TV come on and you're like, yeah. no. I know. No. I know. Well, yeah, that and then when he lifts his glass of water and the ring is on the table from mm-hmm. like the watermark and yeah, super crazy. Good. But yeah, her smirking. That scene, I'm sure that's like one of those scenes from a horror film where like if you Googled it on YouTube, it would probably have like 60 million views because it's just such a creepy like horror scene that like I'm sure people just can't get enough of. It's just kind of classic horror. Dude, I'll look it up right now. I was going to say, actually, we probably could look it up pretty quickly. It was, I mean, it's very creepy. And her hair like dangling in front of her face and crawling out of the well. It's all just, ugh, no bueno. Um... <laughs> Oh no! Well, the one that I'm finding is probably is probably more is the sixty thousand views. <laughs> it's like there's four views, eight point two million, which ah, is still okay, a okay. lot, but yeah, not as much as I thought. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be way more. Too. Wow, yeah, eight point two mil. Interesting. Well, I well, lost all credibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> sixty million views. I really thought it might. That's crazy. Oh, okay, that's funny, hey, though. whatever. That's it's fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great scene. It is a great scene. Eight million of us know that. <laughs> Eight million people agree. <laughs> Concept. Okay, so we were just reviewing Talk to Me a yeah. couple of weeks ago about viral videos. Yeah. Can you imagine if this was real today? Yeah. How many people would die? Once a year, maybe. Dude. You know? Yeah. Not a lot. Crazy. But at the time, the concept is pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. It, I guess that's true. That parallel is interesting because it really well, is. Once like, you're, what you're talking about, if it was like VHS, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it was like online? Oh, see, then that everyone, everyone would, die. <laughs> everyone would be so dead. Sad. Oh, so you're going from that route. Yeah, if it was that direction, we, we'd all be done. We'd all be dead. It, well, because we all love like, especially know. me and you, because yeah, we're very curiosity killed the cat oh my oriented. Gosh. Yeah. And so if somebody was like, there's a video where if you watch it, you die in seven days. We'd be like, no way. And then we'd totally watch it. watching that. Yes, we're going to yeah. watch it. So I can already hear our wives. <laughs> yeah, but for the time, I do think the concept was really cool. Like the whole, you mm-hmm. know, countdown and like, it was like some weird twisted like genie in a bottle. You know, yeah. just I thought it was super cool. Yeah. But and I also like that it was like really 
mysterious. It, like they really play into like, dude, this is like an investigative case that they're just trying to kind of unravel. It's not so, a typical, not just a bunch film. of blood and jump scares. So yeah, no, I I literally put the same note. I said I like how mysterious it is. It felt like a detective meets horror. My goodness, maybe what we need to world? like I know. take a break. We're on the same way thing. <laughs> I, I, I can't talk. <laughs> I I made one more note too. I just. I mean, of course, it's iconic. I love the day countdown. Yeah. The stakes are raised right off the bat. You have a timeline you have to hit. I remember the seven days countdown and the girl coming out of the TV being super iconic first yeah. time. Like, that yeah. was just a really big deal. Definitely. But, which, going back to the virality concept, I saw, did you ever see Rings? One of the, like, the sequels or whatever? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that they include that in, like, some sort of viral way and, like, really? it, like, ends up on YouTube. Ugh. But yeah. I don't... That would take us all out. I don't know. Yeah. I, that reminds me, like, I remember when I was younger and, like, playing with the kids in the neighborhood and you do, like, all of the, like, cur- like Bloody Mary. I remember us standing oh. in, the, like, the bathroom and, like... Oh my gosh. Like there's a part of me that was like, what if she's what if she's here? <laughs> Dude, we've all been there. Yeah. I, I vividly remember specific memories of like my friends convincing me to do that. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, what if she shows I know. up? It's like a little sleepover party. Oh yeah. Director's touch. Director's touch. I think he did a great job. Yeah, me too. I could tell that he took his time with it, gave it all he had, which is really as much as you can ask for in yeah. filmmaking. So I thought he was great. You can see how he transitioned from this to Pirates. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, you just see everything. I love the part with the Kraken and Davy Jones. It's great. (laughs) Uh, No, no, I I did think he did a really good job, especially knowing that he didn't have as much of a background in horror. I mean, this is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. What's funny is I I said he made it feel like it was a pretty high-budget film. Turns out it was. Yeah, (laughs) there it's out. Um, but I think he did the concept justice. I also liked how it wasn't a typical slasher or monster flick either. Yeah. It had several layers and I appreciated that a ton. Yeah. It was also like decently artsy, like the entire table. It really was. Yeah. You know, kind of being more artistic. And then the use of the symbol of a circle throughout was really great. Yeah. And I agree. So many different ways. Yeah. I agree. Which apparently him and the cinematographer have worked together and like, a lot of films and they really? include some they pay like homage to the ring in a cure for wellness by including some like a scene with like a bunch of circles. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I need to rewatch that movie. I haven't I haven't seen that one in forever. I saw it with my mom. I remember that. Yeah, I need to rewatch it too. It's yeah. been a long time. My mom is the classic horror movie buddy before <laughs> I had Adam. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Joanna. You've been I stole, uh, you've been replaced. I stole Cameron. My taste of horror has definitely shifted, though. She likes, you know, like classic. Oh. You know, and some the ones I like now, she hates. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's growing up. Yeah, it's part of it. Love you, Mom. <laughs> um, what do we think about the acting? Oh, dude. Naomi Watts is a gem. So good. She is so good. I Just, forgot that this was before King Kong, too, because that's what I really remember her from when mm-hmm. I was younger, because I was like seven when that came out. Yeah. But, the Ring was like a few years before that. So, yeah. man, what well, a freaking film to make an impact in. I know. And I, I found that this was in BTS, but I'll go ahead and say it. Like, um, apparently he picked her because of her performance in Mulholland Drive, uh, which I've never seen. I haven't seen but that is either. Like super critically acclaimed. 
Okay, we gotta add that to the yeah, list. Yeah, it's funny is it's Nick Fleece's like favorite one of his favorite films of all time. Really, Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Oh wow! I know we need to watch. Okay, it. yeah, we gotta watch that one. So anyway, but I thought she did a really good job. Yeah, I thought so too. Aiden's character. I already said this. He's a straight up man. That was that. That's the little boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as his acting goes, he was you know well a child actor. A child Same with you, Samara. Not everyone could be Macaulay Culkin. I know, you know it's just tough. We got what we got. And then I thought Noah's character did pretty well. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, but Naomi definitely. Naomi really stands out. She's so good. We love you, Naomi. 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 <laughs> Screenplay. I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. And very intricate. There were certain moments that, you know, mm-hmm. I probably would have changed a little bit. But, I mean, I have never written a screenplay, so I can't, you know, <laughs> can't hate on them too much. But I thought it was, I thought it was uh, anything, if anything, interesting and intricate. So. I agree. I said there were a few things that were definitely a bit overdramatic and kind of forced. Like, yeah. even though I loved the scene at the beginning... The teenage interactions. Yeah. <laughs> especially like at the fu- or the funeral or whatever, the yeah. showing or whatever. But I was thinking also how hard it would be to write realistic and oh to gosh, being in yeah. a situation like that. Yeah. Like it'd be pretty tough. So totally. I don't really know. All right. Score. I've been waiting on Dude. this part because I, yeah. <laughs> Did you? How crazy. Oh my gosh. And I only saw it because of the awards that I was reading yeah. through for my part, but- Hans Zimmer did the freaking score for this film. Who and knew? has done all of Verbinski's films? Oh, that's other, right. He did Pirates. He did Pirates. Other oh than gosh. A Cure for Wellness, that's the only film he hasn't done. That's crazy. Yeah, I was blown away when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's really freaking shocking. crazy. I know. I know. I was like, I was literally thinking in the middle of it. I was like, you know, for a supernatural real like realistic great. horror film, this is a super great score. It's really good. It had like. But- Totally makes sense now. Theme song, like piano melodies, is very pretty, but yes. like haunting. Yeah. Man, Hansi. Hans in a horror film. That's just like match made in heaven. I know. I didn't Can't ask I for much never better. knew he did a horror film. Yeah, me either. That Wild. alone takes the film up a notch. Oh, totally. totally uh, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Cinematography. I thought it looked good. The blue color grade made it feel so dark and cold. Totally. Very uneasy. Yeah. Some of the CGI, I was pretty surprised. By, considering it was a 2002 yeah. film the horse falling overboard the i was ship. gonna say the horse was crazy dude it looked real yeah. i wondered if it like did they actually like, kill throw a, horse. a horse overboard because <laughs> it looked sacrifice a horse real. for this film i feel like even today that would be a hard scene to kind of you know i know touch up and make it look real and yeah, i thought it looked really good but yeah that, i totally agree with the blue and the greens it, it was like made it just feel wet and cold and which also, choosing to film in Seattle, just on the side, that's really interesting because it's always raining there. It's like a great note. Just a little, little detail. Yeah, it was very nice. Very Water strategic. is definitely present in this film. <laughs> yes. I also found a quote. I don't know if this was from the cinematographer or for somebody else, but said, for the choice of the film's color, it was decided that everything was to be tinged with the color green to mm. give the film a sickly, unnatural feeling. Sets were also lit in a way that none of the characters have a shadow to create an almost subconscious sense of creepiness. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So just cool cinematography Sickly. notes. Yep. Overall impact. 
I feel like in a lot of ways, because I know this is an original, like it's a Japanese film, which I have not seen. I actually saw like a lot of people saying that this one sucks compared to that one, but mm-hmm. teach Ringu their own. or whatever. Yeah. But as far as this one goes, I do think it kind of set this new bar for supernatural horror in the early 2000s. Yeah. And it made way for other Japanese stories like The Grudge, not the one from 2020 or the, whatever that was. The that first was one, 2004. So bad. The first one with Sarah Jessica Parker, that's, a, that's actually a really good one. That's another movie that scared the crap mm. out of me when I was little. But Crazy. Definitely kind of set a new bar, gave us a classic horror villain with Samara. Um, the whole climbing through the TV and the long black hair. And like you said, the countdown, I remember those being very popular. Yep. So definitely left its mark. I was going to say, I, I pretty much said the same thing. Just quickly came its own like staple of horror. Yeah. Even the twist ending was executed so well to for Ver, Ver, Verbinski to evoke that emotion to me at the age of 14. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, he did pretty well. So um, I also found this quote that reiterates a lot of what you just said, but that it was a phenomenon when it came out 19 years ago, setting off a wave of J-horror, Japanese horror, okay. remakes, rekindling the supernatural monster movie and gave audiences one of the best shock endings of all time. But in the prestige horror era, it offers a warning about the temptations and responsibilities of sharing. Ooh. So. Nice. It was obviously received really well, especially with its box office yeah, success. So definitely. That would have been a fun movie to see back in the day. Oh, dude. I feel like that's another one that would be... Some of these, I just... Uh, oh, that would have been so great to see it in theaters for the first time. I know. One but day. Okay. One day. <laughs> hey, I'm sure there's lots of movies about to come out that we'll say when we're 80. Like, I was there. I was there. I remember. I watched that film. <laughs> All the Ari Aster films. Oh, know? yeah. Robert Eggers and Ari Aster. Totally. Alone. Yeah. Do you hear the birds? I hear them. They're chirping. They're chirping. <laughs> It is time for the Facts Forest. Any random and fun facts about the film or the making of the film, just BTS, which stands for behind the scenes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's Canes, not Cans. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's my first note. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, it is not Canes. So first note, viral marketing campaign by DreamWorks. This is a long one, but it's crazy. Okay. Okay. I'm buckled in. <laughs> In 2002, prior to The Ring being released in theaters, a few lucky or maybe unlucky people found an unmarked VHS tape containing the cursed video from the movie. Nope, I'm out. Some people (laughs) reported finding the videotape placed under the windshield wiper on their car. Others claimed to find a tape left at their college dorm, while other sources indicate the tapes were left in movie theater seats. What? That is some marketing. An entire campaign that DreamWorks initiated. Oh my gosh. It gets better. The only information on the tape was the URL for a website, anopenletter.com. The site was changed shortly after the release of The Ring to show a trailer for the movie, but the original version of the site didn't contain any reference to DreamWorks or The Ring by name. Oh, wow. Moving forward on that, early marketing attempts were made a bit too cryptic. Preview screenings taking place just a week before the wide release of the movie were only about 60 to 70% full. This led to a revamp in the marketing strategy. TV ads were created that emphasized audience reactions and clips from the film. Okay. So, very wow. interesting though. Good grief. I feel like films never do that kind of thing. Dude, I know. Anymore. Just like leaving VHS tapes Dude, everywhere. I was just thinking if I had a VHS tape that I found under my windshield wiper and I went home and plugged that bad boy in and watched it 
That'd be terrifying. Yeah. I'd be like, what? The, that I'm cursed. Like, I'm actually cursed. 100%. It would just be so unsettling. Yeah. You're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. I'd probably think it's like demonic in some ways. Like, it's, yeah. If it was just no context, just a random, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. But props to them for the creativity. I know. Very creative. The then co head of DreamWorks Motion Picture Division, Walter Parks, said some gore was cut to ensure a PG 13 rating. So it's possible the lost promo videos were more gruesome than what made it into the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Other actors were considered for the role of Rachel before what? Naomi Watts, including Gwyneth Paltrow. Nope. Get that out of here. No I know. way. And Jennifer Connelly. Okay, see, that's, that's better. Connelly reportedly requested rewrites due to concerns about playing an inattentive mother which likely contributed to producers looking elsewhere. <laughs> what? That's so She's random. Like, I don't want to be an inattentive mother. That's I just be acting. I'm like, it's a freaking character. Yeah. It's in a horror film. Like, That's really interesting. I know. I love her. I do. Li- I like Gwyneth in her roles, but not in this one at all. Yeah. I actually don't know any roles other than like Pepper Potts. <laughs> I know what I was going to say. Oh, she's in that movie Shallow Hell. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Uh-uh. Jack Black. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. Whatever. Yeah, no, I know. So glad I it's Naomi Watts. Connolly, I would have been interested to see. I think maybe she could have pulled it off because she's great. She, I think, could have pulled it off. But Paltrow. Yeah, sorry. Paltrow's not for that Nor. role. All right. The script for The Ring is written by, you said, Erin? Erin? Uh, I think I said Aaron. Aaron. No, it's probably Aaron. It's like E H R E N. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If it's probably right. Aaron. His parents are probably just like, we just don't want it to be. <laughs> We're going to be basic. different. <laughs> Aaron Kruger, who previously wrote Screen 3. Ooh. 2000. Okay. The rewrites were done by Scott Frank, who is known for films including Get Shorty and Logan 2017. So never heard of Get Shorty, so, but Logan is great. <laughs> all of the, all the crazy. Yeah, yeah. What on earth? I know. So weird. Okay. Walter F. Parks and Lori McDonald of DreamWorks first saw Ring, AKA Ringu 1998 on a copied videotape. Within three hours, they agreed to pay $1 million for the rights to remake the movie. My goodness. So they were like, we need to do this. Yeah. Imagine just having a million dollars. They're just, like, let's just pull this out. You know, let's just use this. To- hey, you mind coughing this one up? It's <laughs> like paying crazy. for dinner. I know. Yeah. You got this one. I got the last Stupid. one. Yeah. Gore Verbinski started shooting the ring while rewrites on the script were still being done. The director Ooh. says starting without a locked script made things insane. And he was working more from his visual notebook rather than the script for most of the shoot. That I was going to say. Dude. It's crazy the film turned out the way it did because that's a recipe for disaster. It's a complicated film, too. I'm pretty surprised. Like Very. The tree with the fiery red leaves featured in the movie is a Japanese maple. The fruit of this tree is known as a Samara. Oh, that's cool. That was a good little Easter egg. Yep, like that. There's a deleted scene showing Noah going to Shelter Mountain Inn and discovering the dead body of the innkeeper. The innkeeper's TV has water surrounding it, and there are rings scrawled on notebook paper on his desk with maggots and some food. So, I wonder if that's like out there to watch. Apparently, it is. I saw a picture where like his makeup is on. So, I'd like to see that again. The makeup crew is like, come on, (laughs) everything got scrapped. (laughs) In the original script for the ring, neither Aiden nor Noah get a phone call warning them about their impending death. 
Rachel eventually realizes that the phone only rings at the cabin, and that, plus the tree burned on Samara's bedroom wall, helps her figure out to go back there to find the well. In the movie, the phone does ring after Aiden and Noah watch the tape, but Rachel refuses to answer it both times. Yeah. So, okay. interesting. Yeah. Which, that made me think, like, yeah, how did she know to go back to the cabin? Yeah. To look for the well. Surely. There's some... Cause <laughs> Wait, like is I'm, it the is it the is it the maple tree? Maybe it is. Oh, oh yes, I think so. She sees the tree on the like, burn into the wood tree, yeah. and okay. yes, okay, 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 okay. I was all like, right, wait right. a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is what you were talking about. Samara's ability to project images onto objects is referred to as projected thermography in the ring. Projected thermography is a term thought to be creative for the movie, but it refers to an alleged psychic phenomenon referred to as thoughtography or in Japanese, ninja. Samara not only imprints images onto film and videotape, she can also project images into people's minds. She also literally burns images onto other objects like the tree burned onto the wall of her room. Oh, wow. All right. So, well, yeah, the more you know. The cursed video is available as an Easter egg on the DVD. So select look here and press down and your cursor will disappear. Press enter. This has an interesting feature. Your remote control is disabled. Once the video has started playing, you can't stop it, pause it, fast forward, or return to the menu. Unless you turn off the TV, you're forced to watch the whole thing. (laughs) When it's over, the DVD returns to the menu. Then you hear a phone ring twice before you're given control over your remote again. Oh my gosh. What? That is so cool. Dude. Also creepy. So creepy. Because it feels like them affecting your remote, it would put you in that like, oh my gosh. Unlocked. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is cool. I know. I was like, who does that? Yeah, Nobody and the does phone anymore. ringing as like the cherry on top. Oh, before you can even use a remote. Man, that's some good stuff. I know. I was like, man, they put a lot into they this. They really did. Until Stephen King's It 2017, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with a total worldwide gross of over Whoa. 250 million. Holy crap. Yeah. I did not know that. Pretty wild. The massive success of The Sixth Sense, 1999, was what gave Paramount Pictures the confidence to greenlight a remake of Ringu due to the rise in popularity of supernatural mysteries and thrillers. Okay. Sorry, two more. I know there were a lot. Producer Neil Edelstein offered the remake to David Lynch to direct, but he turned it down, which makes total sense considering how surreal it was. Yeah. And David Lynch, you know, very surreal art director. Huh. All right, the last one. The ring shape motif is unique to the American remake. Koji Suzuku, the author of the novel upon which the movies are based, did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. Says that the title referred to the cyclical nature of the curse, since for the viewer to survive after watching it, the videotape must be copied and passed around over and over. Ah, that makes sense. Makes sense. So, okay, I'm done. Sorry, that was a lot. No, that was very interesting. A lot of interesting Lots of Easter BTS eggs. for you guys. Mishap well, Mountain. The Mishap Mountain. The level of the water in the well is not continuous. When Rachel is standing in the water, it only comes slightly above her waist. But if she were to fall from the height she did and the water was that shallow, she would have hit the bottom. <laughs> I wondered that. I was like, there's no way she's living through this. She just, yeah, she falls. She's like floating in the water too. I know. Like it's the ocean. Yeah. 
Also, when Rachel falls into the well, the torch light reaches the end of the well, meaning, meanwhile, earlier on, Noah says they don't know how deep it is, as the light won't reach the bottom, and when they throw a rock into the well, it takes far too long to reach the bottom for how Rachel falls into the water. So, oh. whenever Rachel's in the water, there's a light on her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, well, the freaking flashlight would not hit that. Yeah. When Rachel is using the library computer for research, the address bar in the browser seen on screen shows that the search engine she's using is really just a file stored in a folder on the desktop of her computer. Oh, good. So they were like, (laughs) oh, we probably should just crop that out. When Noah is walking towards the TV when Samara is coming out of the well, he is barefoot. When he falls backward onto the shelves after Samara comes out of the TV, he's wearing flip-flops. Magical flip-flops. I do not remember the flip-flops. But pad your fall. <laughs> yep. When Aiden is drawing in the car with Noah, his clipboard changes color from blue to green, mm, which is interesting. Okay. And then lastly, when Richard Morgan dies by electrocution in the bath, at first it shows blood, and then when you return to him dying, there is no blood in the bath. Yeah, I which, noticed that one. Yeah, same. So that's all of the all mishaps. Right. A lot Man. of small continuity issues. What a- piece of crap movie i know they just suck (laughs) (laughs) Um, did it be so hard with a complicated film like this yeah and like so many different like (sighs) locations to keep up with continuity yeah that'd be really tough oh man well kind of on the same note are we going to the change chamber i think it's time changey chamber well is there anything that doesn't make any sense (sighs) first of all (laughs) earlier on slight little nitpick okay Aiden is telling his mom that Katie warned him that he, like she didn't have enough time or that she was about to die. Dude, I literally put the same note. It's pretty. It's, it's wild. Like, yeah. It's like right in front of you though, because she's like, or he's like, she knew or she told me she was going to die. But then we saw her the night she died and she was like mocking the tape. Like yeah. She definitely was not taking it. She's seriously. not phased. So it didn't align the way he's describing her versus how she reacted. It just, she did not think she was going to die. I but, know. You know, whatever. it made that up. <laughs> I can live with it. It didn't make any sense. Uh, on top of that, Katie's mom said she looked up other girls' hearts who have just stopped on the internet and couldn't find anything. Mm. One, hasn't this tape been around for a while and wouldn't that lead to similar <laughs> cases? And two, uh, also, no way in the history of life has that just ever not happened. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That is fair. I don't know. That was just a small thing, but I was yeah. like, okay. I missed that one. That's, that's, just, that's a good point. Kind of, you know, staying on Katie and her <laughs> arc. Oh, Katie. Um, my only thing, and maybe there's an explanation or maybe I'm missing something, but if these seniors who all knew each other died on the same day at the same time, wouldn't somebody else connect those dots, you know, and make it a bigger deal? Like, I just thought it was re- like weird that Rachel had to go like private detective mode to find out that all four of them died that same night at the same time. Like, yeah. everyone should already know that. That's a pretty crazy coincidence. Well, even the guy at the freaking like funeral thing was like, "Yeah, she watched the tape." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not watching it." I'm like, you think more people would be talking about this? I know if all four of them died some crazy way at 10 p.m. on the same night. Like, come on. Yeah. She had to like do all her research, though, and look at newspaper articles. Yeah. She was like, I discovered what happened. I know. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. And playing off of that, she gets a stack of books from the librarian to look for American lighthouses and finds the exact one on like the fourth page. (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess that is true. Yeah. Dude, I was like, I didn't even think thinking, about man, that. Man, how she can find that? She gets like this stack of books. Yeah. She gets a book called Lighthouses. She's looking for a specific lighthouse in like yeah. freaking Oregon. And just finds it like so fast. First couple pages. I yeah, was like, that's no true. way. There were a lot of moments. Now that we've opened up that door, I would say there were a lot of moments like that where it was like right. Like it was too easy. Yeah. Like it's just right there for I her. Know. You know? And I was like, come on. Yeah. But it's fine. Sake of the plot. Talking about spake. Spake. Sake of the plot. Spake of the plot. So the horse on the ferry. Yes. You know, I didn't feel like she needed to bother the horse. She, it was so unnecessary. I feel like that was for the sake of the plot. She literally goes up to it. <laughs> she's like, like, calm down. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, he's just chilling in his trailer. And then he goes crazy and then he freaking kills himself. So she's I was like, like, why did you bother him in the first place? I know. She's like, you need to calm down. And it's like, and then it starts freaking out. Yeah. And I'm and like, it, why'd you do that? Just so don't stupid. bother the horse. Oh my goodness. I thought that was dumb. I literally made a same, like I made a same note. <laughs> left it alone i had a couple more okay she starts coughing while on the phone this is so stupid this small and continues to cough while <laughs> holding the phone <laughs> i was just thinking who in the world does yeah, that? yeah i guess nobody does that like you start coughing like in your like, right to the phone like i would put Gasping the phone down for air. the person on the other line's like please put the yeah, phone I away like, i don't want to hear your nasty cough i know yeah that's fair and then my last one was Rachel screams bloody murder because <laughs> Noah called her. Oh, right. <laughs> and yeah. she screams, leave me alone <laughs> into the phone. And Noah just doesn't even question Yeah, it. they never addressed that. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, like, where are you? And I was like, dude, if, yeah. if Marin freaking screamed, leave, leave me, alone. me alone, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what's, yeah, going, what's going right. on? What's wrong? That's oh, a great man. point. Uh, my last one. Why did Richard Morgan hit Rachel over the head only to just then go upstairs and then they just have a conversation. Like, like I didn't feel like there was a need to knock her out, you know, like he, or attempt to, I don't know what he was trying to do. He hits her on the head. You're like, Oh, he's like a bad guy. Like he's going to do something to her. He just walks away, goes upstairs. They have a brief conversation and then he just, he does kill himself in the bathtub. But like, why did you hit her on the head? That's so true. So random. I never thought about that. It didn't make any sense. I don't know if it was just to like add suspense to see him standing behind her while she's watching the tape and there had to be this kind of climactic moment in that scene. But it from there lost all the momentum because you're like, wait, now he's just walking and now they're (laughs) having a conversation. Like, why did he hit her on the head? Yeah, that was so weird. That is kind of a nitpick, but. No, that makes sense. I don't know why he did that. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything we would change about the film? So, again, it's harder and I do think this, this is a good film, obviously, because yeah. it's on our list, as I say, almost every week. I would have shown less of Samara as a little girl. Maybe, like, for example, when she's sitting in the chair and they're, like, asking her questions, you know, at this, well, it was like a psychiatric ward or yeah. something like that. Maybe instead, like, either going back so you don't see her face as much. And like, or same with like the well scene. Like, if the mom is about to kill her, like show it from afar. Like, I don't know. I didn't love seeing her face for some reason as like a human. And like, maybe have like recordings that she listens to of the interviews with Samara, but not. I don't know. I think they like showed too many details of her face, and sometimes just showing her as a whole too much. But dude, I totally agree. Like making her more of a mystery. Yeah, because like she was just very human. Yeah, you said, and so. I totally agree with that. 
I said make Rachel freak out more maybe about only having like one day left to live. Um, (laughs) She's like super chill. Yes. Until they're at the cabin and she has 30 minutes left. She's like, you need to look after Aiden. Yeah. That was like, he it only has one day left very, too. Yeah, randomly. Because they're just sitting there. She's like, you have to help him. Like, you have wait, to help him. Like, you're okay, just well, now, Noah only yeah. has a day left too. So yeah, you're just now talking to him about yeah. this. I said that I would have, and I hate, I've told you this before, I hate making this critique. But I would say, I think I might have tightened up the middle of the film a little bit. I yeah. don't think it needed to be as long as it was. And I was seeing other people say that because- Ringu, the original, is like an hour and 35 minutes. Mm. I think even like an hour 45 would have done the job, but it's just hard to do because I know like as a creator, I was just telling Adam about this because I'm writing something right now, but like you feel like everything has a place and you're like, I can't take that out because it serves this purpose or that purpose. But I don't know. I think there's some things here that could have been trimmed down or cut away just to make it a little more cohesive because there were times where, and that's, I know somebody who hates this movie because they said it's just super boring. But I think that's just because it's not like a traditional horror film. It's yeah. more of a slow investigative film. I think they could have tied some stuff up. I think the intro could have been scarier. Uh, yeah. Which may be more of a hot take. I don't know how to I don't know what to do, but I don't know. I could see that. There's there's more you could do there. Yeah. It's a very subtle moment. No. The cut, the quick cut back the cut, to Katie's yeah. body was, in but, my opinion, scarier than the entire oh, intro combined. for sure. And that, to your credit, is late, like a little later in yeah. another scene. So it's not really in that moment. But yeah. I agree. There's, it's a very subtle scene that could have been amplified a little bit. Yeah. That was it for me. Okay. I just said what, you're, what, you already, uh, what we already talked about, taking Samara, looking up and spurking out. At oh, <laughs> yeah. Just take, it takes me out. Yeah. You know? So would you have just not had that cut at all and it just zooms into his face and he's, yeah. Yep. It, well, it didn't even zoom into his face. It just showed him at the end. Oh. Like I would have had her just standing there with her hair. Yeah. Like over her face and then it cuts. It does. And you just said this about my other comment. It makes it just more, she's more of like an anomaly and like it's a mysterious, you know, spirit that's just like out yeah. to just. It's not a person killing another person. Yeah. But showing her face and the smirk, and yeah, I get that. Yeah. That wasn't the same. No, no, no. They had a different actor, surely, under all the makeup, than the little girl playing Samara, I would assume. I don't know. Or maybe it was the child actor. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to look that up. Yeah. Casting. Casting was great. Yeah, Naomi Watts was perfect. I love it when directors cast unknown actors and it pays off. I think that's so fun. Because then you can get, you know, some breakout roles yeah. from them. And obviously Naomi Watts, she's had quite a career, you know, yeah. since the early 2000s. So. Oh, I know. She's great. I mean, I was thinking about that, like filming The Ring. And then like just a couple years later, like Peter Jackson hits you up and he's like, hey, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this guy is making like some of the greatest films right now with like the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yep. I'm totally in. Like, that's just life changing. So yeah, good for her. I know. And then this director goes on to make freaking Pirates. and Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So it's like a good win I for I still her. can't believe he directed Pirates. That, is, that was the craziest thing to yeah. me. Yeah. That and Hans Zimmer. Just Zimber? So wild. Zimmer. Yeah. I said it would have been interesting to see Jay Connolly in this just because I love her and I haven't yeah. seen her in a horror, but I wouldn't pick her over Naomi. Yeah. Okay, so bear with me. A little crazy. It would never happen. 
ever. Okay. But imagine a younger Leo in Noah's role. Yeah. Almost, not, a tip, not a typical role for him, especially considering it's a supporting like a, role. I don't know why I'm thinking like Shutter Island, but like, you know, that like yeah. investigative role yeah. a little bit. But he would have been great. It would yeah. it'd be cool to see him in like a horror. Well, he's in Shutter Island, but yeah, you know, I could see that. Least favorite part of the film. What's funny is I said something similar to what you would change. I said seeing too much of Samara. Oh, yeah. It would have made it better to keep her more obscure, especially at the very end. But I said the honorable mention would be the fact that it was so easy for them to crack this wildly complex case within a matter of a week. <laughs> Wait, that was... So my first one, I just reiterated seeing Samara so much. My second one is just connecting the dots and how well it works out for them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I get it. You don't want the movie to be three hours long. I already made my complaint yes. about it being an hour and 55 minutes. But it did make every piece of the puzzle just so easy to piece together. Like everything was like... Huh, I wonder where that happened. Oh, there it is. I found it. It's like so easy for them. I know. You know? Well, and I even was thinking, you know, it was like day six and I'm like, okay, she still has like a lot to figure out. Like yeah. what is like, then they just stumble Falls, upon. Yeah. yeah. Even finding the tape, how she did, she just looks over at a shelf of VHS tapes. Yes. And she's like, I bet that's the one. That's and the <laughs> one. It's like the <laughs> one without the. Yeah, the sleeve. And she takes it and sure enough, it's the tape. It's like, all right, this just happened way too easily. There's only one of them in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. crazy. Title of the film and movie poster. So I actually really like the title. Okay. I do think there are a lot of other ways they could have gone about it. But did you say the author explained how it's like that, you mm-hmm. know? The yeah. circle. I liked that as part of the title. I thought that was really interesting because it does reflect that endless cycle of the tape. But I also thought it was cool thinking about the ring that you see at the top of the well, like looking up, like you see the ring form from like the cover. So I like when it has like additional meaning to just rather than just throwing out a word and being like, that's the title. Yeah. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah. I How'd agree. you feel about it? <laughs> I, I agree. I go back and forth. Cause like at first I was like, it felt like kind of a stretch because I was like, how does that have to do with like people actually dying? Yeah. But at the same time, like there's so much symbolism in it. Yeah. That it makes sense. Yeah. So I get it. That is fair. The movie poster, I like it for the simplicity. Um, I don't really understand the whole before you die, you see the ring thing. Yes. That Did tagline you... is so random. It is so random. Because that doesn't makes that only really applies to Noah. he sees like i said he picks up the water and there's the ring on the yeah. table but like it's not like a part of the film where it's like when you see the ring like you're gonna die you're, yeah, yeah no it's it's you have seven it just days felt like a very they just shoehorn that in i know like, i'm like just freaking say seven days yeah that's a better tagline oh, wow there it is i was gonna say so what would you say instead that's a, <laughs> that's a great one golly it's so stupid it was funny though when i saw this on our template because I immediately thought of the other poster that I see all the time for this movie, or it's like the well, and then it says the ring with Naomi Watts, like within the words, like screaming. But I like the one on IMDb a lot more because it is more simple and it just looks cool. But I don't like the tagline. Um, but yeah. yeah, they work. Yeah. What would be a worse name for the film title? I was a little unhinged last Dude, time. So very. I've just been firing off whatever immediately comes to my mind. That's when what I, I did. <laughs> that's, that has been my approach to this part. So uh, first thought, ring around the rosy. 
That's it. That's great. The second one, so thinking good. about the other title, The Never Ending Story. That's it. <laughs> That is all I have this week. And you know what? I'm saying it with my chest. Oh, man. That is well, all I'm I have. you did. Please do. <laughs> oh. I have three. Um, Signs of the Lambs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to elaborate. to let people figure it out. Um, it's cryptic, guys. I'm it's promise. cryptic. Just fingernails on the wall wall. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. No, that's not the second one. That's oh, I was like, okay, Adam, we're <laughs> not the second know, one. <laughs> getting descriptive here. <laughs> fingernails on the wall. <laughs> yes, that's, that was my second I one. Really fingernails thought that's on the wall, wall. I was like, okay. That's so funny. Don't no, say that's why I put signs of lamps. Okay, sorry. My second one is just uh, Well Girl. Okay, Well Girl. Last one is uh, The Fling. The Fling. <laughs> okay. Between, you know, Rachel and Noah. Yeah. That's how Aiden came hey, to be. They could have had a future together. <laughs> if it wasn't for freaking Samara. You want to know a fun fact? Always. So last two weeks ago when we were recording Talk to Me, oh, I realized in my notes that I had left out worst name for the film title. I'd made it blank. And I was panicking while we were recording. <laughs> Wait, seriously? So did you come up and with something? I was something? just trying to come up with something. Why? And that's why I said something unhinged because I couldn't think of anything else. What did you end up saying? <laughs> it was hand job. <laughs> that's right. Wow, that's a great one though. Because like, well, thank you. Just but for coming up with that on the spot. I just felt bad because it was so unhinged. But I was like, I literally was panicking while you guys were saying yours. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Dang it. That's great. Oh man. Well, Whew. it's time for our. Spiciest part of the episode. I see. We are entering Hot Takes Hallway. Hot Takes Hallway. Hot Takes Hallway. We've got our favorite reviews. Our favorite reviews. One to ten stars. <laughs> ten stars. Ten stars. Did you do IMDb, Letterbox, both? Both. Nice. Yeah. My I- first one comes from Caleb. <gasps> yeah, you might know him. Caleb. This is my forever go-to rainy day movie. Every time I watch it, I love it more and more. I'm obsessed with the bluish green tint and how there's always the sound of rain falling in the background. This also features one of my all-time favorite scores by Hans Zimmer. So he knew before we did. Mm. The cinematography is so beautiful and Naomi Watts is a powerhouse in this role. I love this movie so much and it's really just perfect in my opinion. I liked this review because we all love a good rainy day vibe. So he threw that in there and I was hooked. And he also just pointed out all the things that I also loved about it. Yeah. I actually saw several rainy day comments. Really? It's like, this is the perfect rainy day movie, I guess. Huh. Just do a double feature of this and Prisoners and you got your two. <laughs> exactly. You're good to go. <laughs> you got your two good, your feel goods. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. My first one. I only did Letterbox this time. Don't hate me. From Dogly. Okay. You might know him. Yep. <laughs> you have a dog. Very familiar. <laughs> What if I say this is one of the best horror movies ever made? Would I be right or right? Between the absolutely timeless story, the incredible cinematography, Naomi Watts' captivating performance, Hans Zimmer's stunning soundtrack, and Gore Verbinski's haunting direction, what's not to like here? Wow. They always go there. There's always that one guy who's like... At least he didn't say the best ever made. Yeah, one of. True. My next one comes from WMQSZJZ. Oh, so, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> Very popular reviewer. <laughs> Super popular. Um, 
They said, this film is amazing. I saw it in theaters when I was 10 on opening day with my mom. We both had no idea what we were about to watch, LOL. We had figured it was something possibly like Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> so they didn't see the trailer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, got home after this film and I slept with the lights on for almost a year, LMAO. The scene where you see the chick dead in the closet scared me. Her face psycho- psychologically messed with me. Also, Samara coming out of the TV terrified me long term. I'll always love this movie for have for having been able to truly scare me. Wish I could get that experience again from another film, but I've never had that happen since the first time I saw The Ring. Wow. So, again, they pointed out things that we touched on. The closet scene, I remember seeing that when I was younger. Also traumatized me for a while. Yeah. So, and the crawling out of the TV, it's great. I did love that they thought it could be like a Lord of the Rings. Like... No wonder they're chomping. Yeah, well, it's completely flabbergasted. It's like, so where does Frodo like enter? Are they in Middle Earth? What is going on? Wait a second. That's so funny. You are in for it. The ring. Yeah, Lord, I thought that, that was, was funny. So funny. All right, my last ten star view is very short. It's from Cornhole three five nine. You might know him. You play yep. Cornhole. Need her hair routine. What? <laughs> so, okay, I don't know. So they I would uh, agree. I guess you know they were like, "How does her hair stay that way?" Yeah, some, some good stuff. Some good stuff. <laughs> I'm like Dove, <laughs> Dove conditioner. Three and one, <laughs> three and one Dove. Uh, moving okay. on to one star reviews. Yes, uh, this comes from Frida Granados, who said. Samara, for all her antics, is not evil. Aiden is evil. What? No normal kid calls his mom by her first name. <laughs> I did think that was interesting. That okay. kind of like made me confused when he first said it. I was like, wait, is she like his adopted mom and he's like rebelling? Or yeah, like, it didn't make a ton of sense. Maybe she's like, yeah, I thought that was really random. Maybe they were trying to make him feel isolated. I don't know. Like kind of bizarre. That's maybe what Jennifer Connelly wanted to change. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's he just have him call me, me mom. Maybe. I am I mom. Know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that funny. That's funny. My first one's from Joel Loosely. Okay. I just cannot fathom why in any scenario you would choose to watch this over the Japanese version. This does everything worse and sh- throws all subtlety out the window in favor of waving the story right in front of your face. The reserved nature of the original is what made it terrifying to me, whereas this was just incredibly boring and uninspired. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Man, it makes me feel like I should watch the original. I know. That's our next one. (laughs) (laughs) My next one comes from A. Kroppa, who says, This is the only movie in which I wished all of the bad stuff that was happening to the characters was happening to me instead. It is amazing how poorly this movie is executed. It's rare that a movie can take Airbud and Baby Geniuses and make them seem like Oscars material, but The Ring does the job. Oh. Yeah, he didn't like it. Oh. He's not a fan of that one. It's Man, wishes it was happening to him. Yeah, I thought that was a really random remark. Just, to I, was, like, I thought he was going to elaborate. He yeah, just doesn't. I wish I was the one that bad things were happening to. I also He's hated just going this movie. through a tough time. Yeah, it's like, okay. Uh, mine's from Matt. The movie that unscared me for all of time. Way overdone. Lots of weird plot holes. I wish ladies would come out of my TV. Oh my, this guy I can just tell is not it. Dude, he's critiquing films. Yeah, come on. Unscared me? What does that even mean? I don't know. 
And then the ladies come. If it, ugh, just, I don't know why that like creeps me up. What a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we respect your. Hey, opinions. hey, thanks, Matt, for hey, your words. Of- good job. Gold star. Gold star. Do we have any hot takes? This one was honestly hard for me. It was hard for me to come up with a hot take on this film. Yeah. There was nothing that I was passionately like, yep, that's what I'm going to say. Yep. I did just kind of reiterate. I said, although I appreciate this whole vibe of a de- detective story wrapped in a horror film, I did not love how certain parts were executed because at times it did feel a little boring and Rachel's journey is a Really about as by the numbers as they come. It's very laid out. It's pretty easy. So, yep. Not as much of a hot take, just kind of like my final staple of an opinion that I know some people disagree with. So, yeah. I have three, but they're not really like wild Ooh. hot. They're not like spicy. Okay. Okay. Wild. Um, the first one, going off of what you just said, I would say this is a better mystery than it is a horror film. Yeah. I was genuinely intrigued with the storyline, but I was not scared at all. Yeah. No. And I was like, but I mean, okay, maybe it scares a younger audience. I remember being scared whenever I was younger. Yeah. But like, it was a, I was more intrigued this time watching it by the actual mystery unfolding. Totally. Like, unveiling how everything transpired. Which also makes sense why we would be more frustrated that everything was so easy because of that aspect. True. My second one, it's hard to say this film was even remotely original considering it's literally a remake and based off of a book. Yeah. But the whole seven days concept and girl coming out of the TV has to be one of the most iconic horror movie elements in history. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Anyone dressing up as that or saying seven days like you just yeah. know yeah you know what i mean like well even like the long hair trope like hanging in front of the face like, yes it's just very and that kind of yeah. inspired the grudge too I yeah feel like i feel like it had to yeah but what's crazy right now is on adam's side of the room there is i keep looking at it behind you that paper the print off on the wall of it looks like it's from the ring right there that one <laughs> i keep looking at it like Ugh, it's the well oh my gosh Hey, that cool. would be terrifying to be trapped in a well like that. Dude, that's like one of the worst ways to die if you're Where like... they thought you were dead and you're yeah, not. Especially because she was in there for seven days. Oof. No, thank you. Yeah. Not today. Not today. Have we I heard any we hot takes yep. that we agree or disagree with? So the main one I disagreed with, I saw a lot of people hating on the cinematography. What? They didn't like the blue-green hue. And they said it. I saw one person who was like, it hurt my eyes. I couldn't even frustrate. And like, there's trying to be like artsy. And I thought it was really cool looking. It's, it definitely serves its purpose as creating a certain setting that just feels, like I said earlier, cold and wet. And like you said, that they said sickly in a way. So yeah. I thought it was good. I yeah. disagree with that one. No, I totally disagree. I mean, maybe they're like Wes Anderson fans. And yeah, they maybe. want everything to be super, super colorful. bright. I saw a lot of people preferring to watch the original over this remake, which I can't really agree or disagree with considering yeah. I haven't seen the original. I did see somebody say this was as solid as the original oh, on Letterboxd. Okay. So there's a divide All right. in opinions. Fair enough. What is the hottest of all hot takes? I found another quote. They said, absolutely incredible. I wish this was this much effort and love was put into modern day horror movies. And I was just thinking they must not be watching some of the ones coming out today. Cause that's, yeah. I would do not feel that. I don't at all. feel that at all. Maybe some of them, 
like there are some horror films where I'm like, God, that was just sent out okay. to make money. Insidious, the most recent <sighs> one. Yeah, for sure. The most frustrating. Continuing to ride that wave of the franchise. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, that one, I think you could say, hey, I wish they cared about this more. Yeah. But then you have other films. Talk to Me was last year. That was We obviously just reviewed that one. It's a great one. But then you, like you mentioned earlier, Ari Aster films alone. Yeah. Trump that are you like it's yeah between him and Eggers like yeah dude they're putting in the I, thought <laughs> I think that's a weak claim I agree but Mosier's it is hard because the most controversial thing people are saying is that the original doesn't I know and I haven't seen it probably this is this is uh confused with Lord of the Rings <laughs> I mean if we could yeah if we could put that in there then that would count as uh as mine I don't know that one's because there's I feel like there are just not many things about this movie that make it just there. It's hard to find something that's like that's a spicy take. I know, but not a lot of spice. Not really. This one, that's okay. Do we agree with the IMDb rating of seven point one out of ten? Seven point one. I go back and forth. Yeah, because I want to say yes because of how iconic it is. Right, and I love Zimmer. Yeah. I love Verbinski. Totally. I actually really like this cinematography and I love Watts. Yeah. But there are so many things. Yeah. There's some loose ends. Yeah. Some things that don't make sense. I would, it is hard. I'm like teeter tottering because I can see both sides. Like maybe that's, maybe maybe that's my answer. Maybe that's, maybe I should stay at 7.1 because I can't decide, but I'm feeling more like, and I always do this. I know it's annoying, but I might just go like, (laughs) <laughs> I might say seven, but it's just on the dot. Okay. I always move it by like one little decimal point, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to say seven. So Yeah, no, that's fair. I think I'm going to say 4.4. 4. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I hated it. Okay, chill factor. What is the chill factor, our favorite part of the film? <sighs> that's also hard for me. It's hard for me too. I have like one and then like three honorable mentions. Yeah, there, I'm, I, it's down between two. I would say, which I'm surprised I'm saying, in my notes, I have one thing, but I might say it's number two. My number one is probably the quick shot of Rachel, not Rachel, of Katie. Of Katie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just super effective. I really like it. I think it's just, especially being that early, it's very creepy. I Honestly, part of me is selfish and greedy and I want more little clips like that throughout the movie. But I would say that just worked super well. It obviously, I remember scarring me when I was younger. I think it's great. Yeah. Honorable mention would probably be for me Noah's death because it is such a great scene. Yeah. But this is the first time saying this. It's kind of cheating. Mm. But I'd say the marketing. Whoa. Using the tapes and surrealistic horror for viral marketing yeah. is genius. And it's like makes it way more of an experience. Well, now that I've heard that, that is one of the best parts of the film. Dude, it's so that's sick. so cool. Because they don't they don't really do that stuff anymore today. No, never. Which I wish they did. I mean they kind of did it for yeah. Barbie. The like the amount of marketing that went into it. Like, there was a to ton make it an of experience for Barbie. I feel like everything was pink last summer. Yeah, and they so. left a v- VHS tape of oh, yeah. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it was cursed. <laughs> no, but but my honorable mention, I was saying it's crazy because I also agree that the quick cut to Katie. Yeah. It's uh, just so good. The, just the quick cuts in general. Yeah. And the fact, I mean, they did the same thing with Noah at the very end. Yeah. But I like Katie's more because you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, I also said the iconic scene is just Samar coming out of the TV. Yeah. Like, it's so iconic. It's just, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Do we recommend this film? 
hundred percent. Yeah, I think if you're interested, I say this a lot, but if you're interested in the genre, this one's definitely a like a staple that you should look to. Especially, yeah. it's PG thirteen. It's more mild, but it's got a good story. It's iconic. A great, like I said earlier, horror film villain. There's a lot going for it, so I would recommend it. But if you like, you know, more uppity gore, you know, like it's probably not this for is you. Not then, for you, but. No, I agree. I, I agree that like if you like, I just said I agree twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if agree, you like agree. mysteries, this yeah, is a good one for sure. More surrealistic and dark than more mystery lovers would like. Yeah, but I think it's a good mix. Yeah, but yeah, if you're a, like a horror fanatic and looking for a good horror film, yeah. this is probably not that. But a whale, a whale. Where can I watch this? YouTube, Apple, Amazon, Prime, and Google, and you sadly have to pay to stream it. Although, YouTube was free. Was it really free on yeah. YouTube? Isn't that crazy? Wait. That never happens anymore. I went on yesterday to rent it, and then I opened it, and I was like, it just said play, so I hit play. And then I did it again today when I was writing my notes. I went back to certain scenes. It's free on and YouTube. And then you got a call. And, and said, then you have to call. You're die yeah. in seven days. <laughs> so, I have a week. So, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> I've lived long but enough. But it's free. <laughs> so but it's, it's free. worth it. It is free, which is really crazy. I oh. feel like that only happens. Like free movies on YouTube are normally like really bad. So. I know. Well, hey, there you go. Right. Never mind. Free on YouTube. Yep. Well, well, that wraps up Chamber of Chills number 35 top horror films of all time. Woo. The Ring 2002. Thank you guys so much for listening to our 17th episode. Wow. Crazy. Here is the riddle for next week's episode. In the void of space. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yep. In the void of space, no one hears your scream. A mother's wrath, a survivor's dream. Metal beasts and shadows that glide. Where does the true terror reside? Hatched from silence, they grow and thrive. What am I that keeps the field alive? <laughs> okay, it'll be fun. I'm that voice that made me miss how I'm already having October withdrawals. Like, I miss Dude. it so much. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I can't so wait fun. to review Haunted Mansion next week. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Love it. <laughs> it's going to really catch up by surprise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best horror films of all time. <laughs> Okay, don't forget to follow us on our two social accounts, Instagram and TikTok, at the Chamber of Chills. We post so much on TikToks. <laughs> yeah. We will eventually. We'll post on TikTok. Eventually. We primarily post on Instagram. Please DM us, comment on our posts, or send us an email at podcast at thechamberofchills.com if you have any questions, thoughts, or drumroll, please. Don't forget, submit your hot takes. Also share with your friends who like films and have them submit their hot takes. Even if they haven't listened to our episodes, they can also submit their hot takes. Yeah. Don't forget, we have five more episodes until we do our next Hot Takes Hallway episode where we want to read your hot takes about these films. Nice. (laughs) Wait, I think it's four more films. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like our last Hot Takes episode was 10 years ago. Yeah, it feels like it was 10 years ago. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. It's 2014. Yeah. I'm expecting you guys to send in some heat. We need some Please, we need some heaters. Um, bangers, dude. We need some bangers. Please send in your bangers and we'll talk about them. Talk about your bangers. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for what's next. Bye.